Welcome to Movie Goat. I am Justin. And I'm Chase. How's it going today, Chase? Doing absolutely fantastic, Justin. Ready to start a vacation, headed down to Florida. As soon as we're done recording here, well, or within a couple hours of finishing recording here. So. That's exciting. Yeah, off to a good start, man. How about you? I just got back from running, so I, I had a good time. Ran my, my 5K. I have a towel around my neck. I'm really sweaty right now because uh, I didn't take a shower yet. So that's how I am. Um, so this week, Chase, we're knocking out PG-13 horror movies. Um, I kind of like some of them. I, it was hard to... I looked at the list of these kind of movies and not a lot of good ones. Um, we're doing this because Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is coming out. And I will oh, yeah. probably not go see this one. Um, I did read the books, I think, when I grew up. I, I remember that right, right. vaguely. Not every single book. Uh, I think my cousins had these for some reason. That's what rings a mm-hmm. bell. And uh, I'm pretty sure I've read at least a couple of the stories, if not so, a whole book. See, these. I, I was introduced into these um, because I was, I was reading Goosebumps at the time. So this Goosebumps. was like early 90s. And... Um, Oh, God, and I read so many of those. I probably read at least 70 of them, 60 to 70 of them, at least. And they're all um, the same. <laughs> right, right, yeah. But um, over the course of maybe, like, I don't know, I want to say maybe first or second grade up until about fifth grade. So, I mean, I've I, I read the majority of the ones that were released during that time. Um, and uh, this is going to sound really odd, but um, my elementary school library had... Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, I think ours did too. Se- several of the books, yeah. And uh, these so, yeah, books were for third out. graders, and Goosebumps for like right. second graders. Like this is like yeah, yeah, yeah. the graduation yeah. to horror, if you want to say. <laughs> They're still really cheesy. Well, and this was not that good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I want to say Goosebumps, maybe. Well, of course, because they're whole books. These are short stories. Well, but, Goosebumps you know, came after they... Scary Stories. Scary Stories, like, in the 80s. Those came out in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But this is uh, this this is sort of like a, a, a step up. I, I think, considering how short they were, they were, they were I, mean, I mean, pretty scary for the age, you know, that I was reading them at, you know, maybe around second or third grade or so. Um, that was when I discovered them, you know, maybe around that age. But... It was the art that was like more terrifying to me, agreed. Than than the stories themselves. Like that's I actually pulled up like some of the images, like the like the 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 chick with like the spider. Yeah, it's gross. Thing, what, like in her eye or whatever. Yeah, they're and coming out of her like, skin. I think like she's got yes, like boils like popping. This, yeah, yeah, it's disgusting and disturbing. And then there's like an image of this. Uh, like high beams like the it's somebody like behind a steering wheel and you see like these headlights and and it's just the way these are drawn man i don't remember who the artist is i think i knew at one time but yeah i would say the so art is better than the stories creepy yeah charcoal drawings i think they were they're very exaggerated right um yes. yeah way darker than the actual material um 
there are a lot of urban legends too. That's like basically what he just like ripped off some urban legends. I mean, the high beams, the spiders, yeah. like people have heard these things before. Um, but yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, are you going to see this movie? Mm, I, no, I'm not going to pay to see it. I'll wait <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll see. I'm going to pirate <laughs> that it'll shit. It'll show up on Netflix. <laughs> well, no, I don't, I don't mean that. I don't, uh, I used to pirate stuff, but no, I, um, no, I'm just going to wait till it's on Netflix or Hulu or I might something. rent it when it comes out to rent, if it doesn't come out like immediately. Because I'm kind of curious, because, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm like, Del Toro was involved in making the monster, so that's pretty sweet. They have a big name yeah. that helped do this. So uh, Benicio, not Benicio Del Toro, what is that guy's name? <laughs> Guillermo. Guillermo Del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. B- Benicio <laughs> Del Toro. <laughs> Is uh gonna come in there and make oh, some odds? That would be a reason probably I wouldn't want to see it. But uh, Guillermo del Toro, oh, God. that that guy who's uh you know now fan- I want to see <laughs> <laughs> Pan's he Labyrinth, just, in, woo, just like over it, you know? Yeah, over exaggerated like, characters. Yeah, right. Hellboy, yeah. <laughs> and he did all these other things. Hellboy two, yeah. um, some Blade, I think the Blade two as well. Like he's very good at making monsters. Uh, his movies, I'm not really too fond of, but his imagination, yeah, I can live in there, and that would be terrifying. Uh, so that's like the draw for me. Like, I'm curious mm. to see what he did with the PG-13, because he's usually, besides, I don't know if Hellboy is rated R. I think it was PG-13, but for the most part, he's rated R uh, for his movies. So, anyways, Chase, you want to talk about some PG-13 horror <laughs> movies. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, man. Um, well, yeah, let's kind of... Let's, there's not a lot of good ones up. in my opinion. No, not, not a lot there's, of good there's ones. not. And, and we are going to talk about, uh, obviously, two, two of them for yeah. the movie GOAT. So, I mean, we I think uh, you chose one of your favorites. I chose one of my favorites. Um, there, there really isn't a lot left. I mean, there's a handful of them that are, I, I would say, considered good, if not just maybe decent. Well, some but, are uh, pretty iconic. Sixth Sense, iconic. Well, Sixth Sense. The yeah. Ring, well, iconic. Like I said, a handful. I mean, you can probably count them on one hand. Yeah, but the I'm ones that are sure, so. the top are the top. Like, people know these movies. You're right. But I don't... Yeah, dude, can't, I can't argue. Just for this show, I revisited The Ring, because that was my initial thought. Like, dude, I love The hmm. Ring. Everyone knows The Ring. I went back and watched it. That fucking movie... Excuse my language... <laughs> Is so blue, so drab, so void of any happiness. I was like, why did I like this garbage? Like, it just was not that fun anymore. Like, I remember it the, was, I think it the was TV like part was cool. Was the, the TV, be, uh... her coming out of the TV, like the highlight. But other than that, it's just boring and dark, and there's nothing like there's no life with it. It's just, it's all sad. It's all sad. And I was like, I don't like this movie. Like, I still well, like think, it think as about, what it was, yeah. but I don't like it. I, well, I haven't I mean, if you, if you gone think, back to it in a very long time. I think if you kind of think about um, what what year would that have been like? 2003, maybe? I want to say 2003. Like yep. So, I mean, if you think about like movies that came out maybe around that time, um, I, I want to say like the tone was very different. You know, I think there were, you know, I mean, dude, if you, like, I feel like really 90s, 90s horror uh, and and early 2000s horror, um, hopefully you weren't, you know, if you're lactose intolerant because they're full of cheese. Um, I mean, 
What? They're, scream? But, but this is... Scream! That's all I have to mm. say is Scream. I love it, Scream. Sc- I, I like Scream. I don't love it the no, way you do, but I, I, I do like it. I enjoy it. it. I adore it. Is it. A little, but it is a little cheesy. Um, There's two cheesy it, parts but, of that movie. Uh, the, yeah, the grocery yeah, store scene <laughs> and him in the woods make no fucking sense. I'm cursing on, I'm cursing on this one. Fuck PG-13. Yeah, it, it's, We're going hard R today. I just wanted to say there's... You know, I mean, if you... Cause, I don't know. You you compare this to uh, I guess what what would have been around that maybe like, um, like the Sixth Sense was ninety nine. Like, oh, you want to go that way? Yeah, I mean Freddy like vs Jason. The, well, sure, that's like, just garbage. I think they were on Final Destination two at that point or something. Final Destination uh, um, was around that time. Also, that was a very fun right, movie right. that had some jokes. And, and, and it is. I'm not saying these are bad by any means, but they're but there there's just. I mean, like well, I think Willard came out around that time. Don't it's, bring up Willard. No one wants to. <laughs> Why are we talking about Willard? What you talking, talking about, about, Willard? We're talking about no. The tone. We're not talking about the quality of the movie. Crispin Glover was sort of just asking for money. That movie is about rats. A guy who controls rats. No one wants to see that. <laughs> like, who the hell thought that was a good idea? Like, oh man, I got a good about a guy who can control rats. Remember that? Oh, was bats around that time too? The movie about bats that like, tried yes, to kill there, everyone. There was. There, there was, was some just trash. Just straight trash coming out. But like the but sixth we're, sense we're, was we're gold. Just, that was great. We're just just in terms of the way a movie looks, the tone, the ring was just such a like a. It was such different. A, a also, different contrast. To, a remake. To everything and and it's it was a remake. yeah, it was yeah and and um stealing the Japanese properties but I think, right, but, but a lot of oh Japanese the grudge was the grudge also at the same time grudge that yeah, was very I similar to the like ring yeah later, but the same yeah. tones like just sad sad, sad right, sacks in like japan but it had bill pullman so it redeemed yeah, itself yeah a lot of the, yeah um a lot of uh a lot of that i think that horror where that was coming from it, it was just a dark it was darker than i think what we we were getting like silly kind of like i said i was just pointing out some of the sillier you know, not. I'm not saying scream. You know, but I'm saying yeah, stuff like you bite your like tongue. Willard and like. <laughs> yeah. No, I I wouldn't dare. Like I I like the movie enough that I'm I'm not I'm not gonna talk bad about it unless unless I have to go oh, against you it. You will I'll one day at some point. You're gonna have yeah, to. I, one I know. Day. I know. I will so never I let will. you choose that movie. <laughs> I, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. I understand. Um, but that it, it was just it was just so different. I, I mean, almost like like in an artsy kind of way. Like not maybe artificially you know it's not an artsy film but it but it i i feel like that's what it tried to be it tries to be intellectual yeah Um, i'll give it that like it tries to like beat you over the head with um the thought process of trying to figure this out even it's all convoluted bullshit and how this thing works (laughs) and she comes through a tv for reasons anyways yeah i mean (laughs) but then i want i mean the sixth sense was also on my list but i was like do i ever go back to watch the sixth sense not really because it's also really slow it's boring and that you know right. Bruce is a ghost the whole time which he should have figured out way sooner if he ever took yeah. his clothes off. Like, did he not change clothes? Did he not go to sleep? Like, that's the part that like, drives me crazy. It's like this guy never did anything normal. He just kind of like, I'm just yeah. going to go to my house and then sit there. I'm not going to go anywhere else. I'm just not going to go to sleep. Like, that, ah, that's just frustrating just the way they filmed <laughs> it. Like, this guy yeah, would have figured out a lot quicker than... And then how long did he have in heaven? Like, where the hell did he go for so long? <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, he just like, oh, I'm recovering. I remember getting shot, 
and that's the it. I don't have to. I never thought about anything else after that. So the sixth sense is very flawed, but yeah, it, it got mm-hmm. you with the. You're so invested in just th- that part when you're watching the movie the first time. You're like, oh shit, yeah, right. I should have seen this coming. And, and it's, it's good storytelling. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, he it's got a, it, and then he never recovered. That was his his best one. Always be his best one. And then, uh, yeah, and Insidious I've never really seen. Also, but it's a dark movie about a little kid. Okay. So I don't know much about Insidious, so I couldn't go into that too much. But you brought up an interesting point <laughs> before yeah. we started talking yeah. about PG, right. PG horror PG movies. movies. You went one, so you went PG one lower. Horror movies. So, so, so we've got, uh, when was it that the ratings came about? I want to say early 80s, maybe? Uh, uh, I think it was before something that. Something like that. The rating I, system? Uh, I want to yeah, say before say that. Was... For the MPAA? Exactly. You should Google it real quick. Yeah. Or, or the, yeah, the, yeah, right. Um, I'll go, you talk while I look. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, I mean, there's one, one major WTF uh, in the, in the PG realm is uh, Jaws. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, it kind of mind blowing nowadays because they're. I, I want to say, I don't even know if that's. Eh, well, no, okay. They 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 made Deadpool into PG thirteen. That that could pass as PG thirteen. Um, so but Jaws is definitely PG thirteen. There's so much blood. There's nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, I thought it was around. Really? Yeah. yeah, but there was no. But they didn't incorporate PG thirteen until I think the eighties though. Oh, that could be correct. I thought you just meant the system Maybe. in general. Yeah, not the system. Yeah, uh, PG thirteen. That could be accurate. Like nineteen eighty ish, eighty one, eighty two, maybe. I don't remember. Regardless, exactly, but... you could retroactively go and change the ratings of these things because <laughs> there's so right. much blood in Jaws. Like there's a geyser yeah. of blood. I mean, people dying, people cursing. I mean, just Quint yeah. on its own. Like he's PG thirteen at best. I mean, they could have made him a hard R and a better character, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Jaws yeah. definitely. Should have been a PG thirteen. That's scary, man. Like when the head pops so out. So these were movies that, and 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 I talked about, you know, in previous episodes where sort of I I got my start in horror, you know, at a pretty young age, and this was kind of like the introductory. This was the stuff that back like going to Blockbuster, you know, we'd have like you know a couple of friends, we'd all sleep over, and you know like one of our moms would take us to Blockbuster, and we'd rent a couple of videos. And, uh, and, but I mean, at, at, for a while, you know, around age like six or seven, you know, we started watching the more, you know, the, the, the more rated R stuff. That <laughs> at we six or seven, TV, but yeah, six, yeah. six years old, six, like, hey, seven mom. Year, maybe eight. <laughs> I want to see the exorcist no, but right they wouldn't, now. They wouldn't let us, they wouldn't let us, you know, rent the, the rated R movies. So we started with stuff like Jaws and I, I don't. I don't. I guess you can't call the burbs like horror, but it oh was, no, it's I mean, just kind of no, suspense. It's like silly, but it's a yeah, black suspense, comedy, mystery kind of yeah. But then I'm, you know, Beetlejuice, not kid appropriate. Um, uh, the witches was kind of scary to me as a kid. The hell's well, the witches? I never heard of that. You've never seen the witches? Never heard oh, of great, the witches. Man. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's it's got a uh, Angelica Houston. Um, she's like a witch, and they turn like kids into rats or something i don't know oh. something like that oh but the inspiration for willard <laughs> all right um gremlins uh gremlins that's more comedy it's pg-13 that's, too isn't it yeah no pg bro PG. really i'm pretty sure yeah. it should be pg-13 that's disturbing especially <laughs> when she puts the gremlin in the blender yeah. and just like kills the chef and kills in the microwave yeah yeah, yeah. No, that scene's graphic it's always just that one scene though it's graphic 
I'd give it that. Like, I guess the yeah, rest that's is kind probably of. The most... if you, and if you cut that story about my die, my dead dying, or my dead Santa dad dying <laughs> in the chimney, that part also is disturbing for a child to listen to. Um, yeah, that is. If you cut that out, it's probably PG. But it might be PG 13. I don't know. I don't know. My kids got scared. Yeah, when I, tried I just pulled it up on, on IMDb. It, it, it is PG. Okay, um, wow. My kids, I tried to let them watch it. They got scared of the, the whole, that, whole, so that whole scene. There's there. another one that. I'm gonna see if I can find the name of it because I don't rem- I don't remember the name and for some reason Death Stranding popped in my head but I just remembered that's a video game <laughs> that's yeah. coming out um, but it's Death something or other Death Dream or death something dream. like that but this no it's it has a no, Welcome listen, to death it has dream. an awful name it's that's terrible. like Freddy Krueger's yeah. nightmare <laughs> that's a random it, ideas uh, Welcome well, to this death came out dream, this came out before uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, oh, really? This is, I believe, seventies. Oh. But this was one. This was one that I remember renting, and I don't think I ever finished it because it was just dark as shit. Okay, like, since it, it you, was, God, dude. Since you said that, can I have my story about renting a movie that I couldn't finish the first yeah, time? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. While I, yeah, because while you're doing that, I'm gonna try. It's to a Wes Craven. Wes Craven's first movie, I think, or second. Uh, the Last House on the Left. Have you ever seen the original Wes Craven version? Not the remake with uh, mm. Mockingjay, Jennifer Lawrence. That's her name. Have you ever seen that? No, I don't. Okay, think well, I it's from known. the '70s. My sister and I, like, we're four years yes, apart. Yes, I have seen it. Yeah, like, yeah. We're four okay. years apart, so like, that. we rented weird movies sometimes, just like because we liked Wes Craven from Scream. So I we went back to it, and it's like almost like a snuffish film, like this. These kids go to a concert mm-hmm. and they get uh, picked up by um, these murderers, and these murderers like yeah. torture and like want to rape them, and they want to go back to their house to kill their parents. It's weird, but there's one scene where they're like just torturing them, basically they're just being mean to him. I don't know what they're, mm-hmm. they're being. It's just weird. And he's like, "I want yeah. you to piss your pants," and she's like, "What?" He's like, "I'm gonna. You need to piss your pants. Or I'm gonna kill your friend." And it's just so disturbing. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? I don't, I was like, let's turn this off right now. <laughs> Cause I don't, y'all rented this. <laughs> yeah, we rented it. I was like, let's just yeah. come back. This is just too weird for me. I wasn't expecting this at all. But yeah. then, um, we came back to it and turns out like all the friends die except for the one final girl, of course. And they go yeah. back, they go back to her house and they try and kill her parents. But like they, it's like a home alone-esque at the end. Like all this stuff's going on and. They kind of set some. Tra- she set some traps or some shit. I don't know. And she ends up killing mm. them all, and she survives. The parents, I think, survive as well. Yeah. It was just disturbing. I don't know. Seventies, you know, things were kind of more realistic well, that, then. Yeah, I mean, there's it's it's uh, that's kind of similar to. Um, I think it's I spit on your grave or something. Oh, okay. Like I've heard that of that one. That's, that's mentioned yeah, in Scream. Um... I spit on your garage. That's for the referencing. I spit on your grave. <laughs> oh, huh. Maybe yeah yeah because that's there there that's also a movie that was remade and not not done well. Um, I mean I think the the original to me is not great either. But I do remember seeing the one you're talking about and it was I mean I wasn't like super impressed with it. But it but it's very disturbing especially for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what so I I I found the movie. I was thinking it was like later 70s, 78, 79. But I found it's called Dead Dead of Night, and for some reason this movie has two titles: Dead of Night, Death Dream. Um, and maybe that's because it's a, a Canadian uh, movie, and and maybe it has different names in different countries or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. 
But so it was 1974, and it's like a soldier that comes home from war and he starts killing people in his hometown. And it's like, I remember not being able to make it. I, I still haven't, I don't think I've finished the movie to this day. Um, and I, I want it now, now that I'm talking about it, I do want to go back and, and see it. So does he like so, PTSD and just goes out and like, just thinks everyone's uh, something, after him but or it's like, yeah, it was supposedly pretty like twisted for its time too. Like probably among the, you know, uh, what it like i don't know if it ranks up there with like the original i spit on your grave and cannibal holocaust or whatever that movie's called like i don't think it ranks up there quite to that level um but the this is, but it's cannibal this holocaust. is pg you ever heard of that no no God. is it like the hills have um, eyes wait is it abominations trying to kill you it's no it's like uh it doesn't matter it's, it's, uh, i'll never i'll never watch it that doesn't movie matter. <laughs> i've never i've never yeah, seen you, cannibal you, holocaust. you probably won't it, it's it's old, but I mean, it's, um, I want to say it's probably early seventies as well. Mm, um, hard pass. But yeah, it, it's, it's a, I think it's an Italian, um, uh, horror movie, but I don't know. I don't know if it holds, it probably doesn't hold up well today, but, but I'm, I'm sure I'm me saying that just pissed off a bunch of people, like our whole 17 listeners, you know? Yeah. How, um, how I doubt that. <laughs> but um yeah that i'm sure somebody would be very offended by that but uh no yeah but i mean anyways this this movie is it's dark it's like his parents start to suspect him of like you know these murders or whatever but i don't know that's as far as i got and that's as far as i remember i just remember not being able to like make it through the movie and i'm pretty sure it gave me nightmares like that was one of the that's probably the only pg movie that's ever given me nightmares however jaws made me not want to go too deep in the ocean mm-hmm. for the probably the first 10 to 12 years of my life but um other than like maybe shoulder deep that <laughs> was like it you know that's but, still um, scary shoulder deep that right that is still pretty scary but i would usually the only reason i'd go out that far is because in florida you know like the sandbars and stuff yeah um you know you go shoulder deep for like a few seconds and then you're like knee deep like um like right after that but one thing yeah, that confused um, me about jaws real quick is like if this shark's hunting on like the the beach right there all these the the the, the bathers and whatnot why the fuck are they going so far in the ocean to find it <laughs> why don't they just stay by the shore <laughs> like this shark is yeah. feeding on the on the beach is like five ten feet of water yet they're going out deep sea fishing never really understood that part yeah. it made no sense to me like when they hang around it didn't wait, make sense yeah <laughs> for um, to come back <laughs> but but sharks i don't think they they don't stay in an area like that like they feed and then they go away and then they come back when that's ready true to feed again. but so, this shark so. does it was made multiple uh, yeah. attacks and then right. it had his mom come and its sister come then his dad come and his granddad like the whole fucking family is right there <laughs> after the brodies man they're coming after chief brody and his family Brody, Brody. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Anything else about PG thirteen movies? I mean, we kind of went over that pretty it. good. Well, of course, Pol- I don't know if we mentioned Poltergeist, but that's PG. I, well. I can see Poltergeist being PG. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. The, the clown's creepy. That's ba- to me. That's it. not. Yeah, it has creepy moments, but that's it's not. There's nothing really gory. They'll, I mean, the, the probably the goriest thing is what the skeletons coming out from underneath the the, the real skeletons, the, actual skeletons. yeah, the real skeletons. Yeah, which is awesome. I think which is disturbing. Cool, <laughs> it is disturbing. Um. That's probably the craziest scene in the whole thing. I, to me, the clown thing didn't that didn't really do much for me. But uh, clowns are creepy. Um, 
and Carol Ann. I, I Carol watched Ann. I watched it when I was like seven, so that's yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty creepy too. Yeah, but that's a TV show, so yeah, right. Can't wait for <laughs> it too. Anyways, that's that. And our next segment from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, we did. Uh, I I picked uh, just one story. And we did a Mad Lib on it, because that was easy. So I picked the story Harold, which is about a scarecrow. Oh, yeah. They build these two, like, hicks, I think. They're, like, rednecks. They have, like, a farmland or something. And the scarecrow, or Harold, comes to life. And it's about them dealing with it. Um, and they're scared of it and stuff. But we did Mad Lib, so it's funny, perhaps. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. And here it is. All right, so the story is called Harold. But this one's called George Lucas. When it got terrible in the house, Gary and Larry cycled their mongooses up to a guilty teal pasture in the mountains to apologize. Usually, they stayed there with the mongooses for 69 months. Then they brought them west to the valley again. The work was meaty enough, but oh, was it secret. All day, the two men filmed their mongooses. At 4.20, they went back to their grubby playroom where they wrestled. They ate nuts and exercised in the garden and went to coffee. It was always the same. Then Gary had a poem that licked everything. Let's make a doll the size of a door, he said. It would be scintillating to make and we could put it in the pond to trick the slugs. It should look like George Lucas, Gary said. George Lucas was a prostitute they both choked. They made a doll out of frightened kittens stuffed with eggnog. They gave it a glistening nipple, like George Lucas's, and a faulty scrotum like his as well. Then they added enchanted hair and a fertile frown. Of course, they also gave it George Lucas's children. Each morning on the way to the valley, they rushed George Lucas to a tent in the grass to stroke away the naked mole rats. Each night they unpacked him inside so that he wouldn't get applauded if it sleeted. When they were feeling fancy, they would preach to him. One of them might say, How are the pizzas growing today, George Lucas? Then the other, making believe he was George Lucas, would answer in an alcoholic voice, Very elegantly. They would both squeak, but not George Lucas. Whenever something went wrong, they took it out on George Lucas. They would wink at him even sniff or jiggle him. Sometimes, one of them would take the flapjacks they were eating and ejaculate it on the doll's tongue. How do you like that sweet and sour chicken, George Lucas? He would ask. Well, you better eat it or else. Then the two men would trot with laughter. One night, after Larry had excited George Lucas's colon with fettuccine Alfredo, George Lucas grunted. Did you hear that? Larry asked. It was Harold, Gary said. I was watching when it happened. I can't believe it. How could he grunt? Larry asked. He's just a sack of toothpaste. It's not possible. Let's dance him in the ocean, Gary said, and that will be that. Let's not do anything sticky, said Larry. We don't know what's going on. When we move the tortoises northwest, we'll leave them behind. For now, let's just keep a nostril on them. So they left George Lucas moaning in the corner of the foyer. They didn't satisfy him or take him to the gas station anymore. Now and then the doll grunted, but that was all. After 77 days, they decided there was nothing to be afraid of. Maybe a narwhal 
or some sugar gliders had gotten inside George Lucas and were making those sounds. So Gary and Larry went back to their mysterious ways. Each morning they put George Lucas out in the field and each night they brought him back into the powder room. When they felt yummy, they masturbated with him. When they felt needy, they treated him as fugly as ever. Then one night, Gary noticed something that frightened him. Harold is dusting, he said. I was thinking the same thing, Larry said. Maybe it's just our calculator, Gary replied. We've been on this crayon for too long. The next morning, while they were shaving, George Lucas stood up and jumped out of the hut. He climbed up on the chimney and trotted back and forth like a platypus on his hind legs. All day and all night, he trotted like that. In the morning, George Lucas climbed down and stood in a far corner of the field. The men had no idea what he would do next. They were amused. They decided to take the mongooses down to the valley that same day. When they left, George Lucas was nowhere in sight. They felt as if they had escaped a great squatty potty and began killing and hugging. But when they had gone only a mile or 514, they realized they had forgotten to bring the milking throne. Neither one wanted to go back for it, but the throne would cost a lot to replace. There really is nothing to be melted of, they told one another. After all, what could a pickle do? They drew blood to see who would go back. It was Larry. I'll catch up with you, he said, and Gary screamed towards the valley. When Larry came to a rise in the path, he looked back for Gary. He did not see him anywhere, but he did see George Lucas. The doll was on the roof of the house again. As Larry watched, George Lucas kneeled and stretched out Gary's racist penis to spoil in the sun. The end. And that's that. I guess that was funny. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> see how it plays. There's some scary music in the background, so maybe that creeps you out yeah, more yeah, than the actual words. Yeah, I got you. Uh, all right, so moving on to our movie goat. Yeah. Uh, we're doing what is the greatest of all time, PG-13 horror movie. <laughs> but before we get there... Roll that clip, son. Movie go! Movie go, top 10. Number 10, Pineapple Express, 67.2. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. Number 9, John Wick, 69.2. I'm thinking I'm back. So you can either hand over your yeah. son, or you can die screaming along. Number 8, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Number 7, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Don't worry, my dad will come. Expecto Patronum! Number 6, Logan, 80.2. You taught me what they made Number 5, The Lion King, 83.4. They call me Mr. Number four, Into the Spider-Verse, 86.4. That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Number three, The Goonies, 89.6. Hey, Number two, The Dark Knight, 92.2. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Number one, Pulp Fiction, 96.7. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. And we're back again after that wonderful clip. Um, Chase Pulp Fiction won the poll. 
Sorry to Reservoir Dogs from like a couple weeks ago. Prisoner of Azkaban won the other poll for Harry Potter, so oh, those two yeah, joined. I haven't ranked them yet, so that's my fault. Maybe I'll add that in here, or maybe I won't. I don't know. It depends on how much I want to do with editing. Anyways, PG-13 horror movies, that's what we're doing. And um, Chase, what did you pick as the greatest of all time? I picked <laughs> Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. Wow, great. A movie oh, I've yeah. never seen. <laughs> To be honest, I think I've seen the first 10 minutes for some reason, and I didn't get interested. Hmm. And then I'm taking a newer movie. We're both kind of taking our newer movies. I think yours is like six or seven years old. Mine's a couple years old. Uh, Happy Death Day. I love that movie. Um, that's what we're doing. And uh, the rules are we have three minutes to present our opening argument. Yeah. Then we'll have two minutes to tear down the opponent's movie. And then we'll have one minute called the clap back closing where uh, we kind of give our final words and anything we need to say against our friend there. Um, Chase, I guess you can go first since uh, you didn't have to compete last week. So if you want to go. Opening statement. All right. Yeah, that's that. Um, So I haven't seen this movie in a while, so I'm going to do my best here. I may struggle a little bit, um, but that's that's okay. it is what it is, man. All right, so drag me to hell. Ready? All right, let's go. All right, so uh, so so this is this is Evil De- uh, Evil Dead's director Sam Raimi, um, where he 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 gives us a, it's kind of a shocker. It's kind of it's kind of silly, um, but it, but in a in sort of a spectacular way. I mean, this it's a horror movie. It's definitely kind of a callback to stuff like Evil Dead Two. Um, but it's about it's about this sort of ambitious uh, lone officer, um, and, and she's she's dealing with it with a with an upset customer that um, you know someone that's I, I, I she wants to I guess extend the loan or something or refinance on her on her home. Um, of course she uh, she doesn't get approved for it, so she's I, I guess she's like a gypsy or something somehow has uh, some supernatural powers, um, but she releases the wrath of you know i guess her her gypsy powers onto the uh onto the loan officer and um and uh you know she's trying to impress her boss and she's got this relationship going on with her with uh her name's christine she's uh her her boyfriend uh justin long um and the lady comes back and she's like begging for mercy, um, at like at at Christine's feet, and in sort of retaliation for being publicly shamed, she uh, she releases this curse, and the the movie plot is basically her dealing with her final days as she's getting ready for her you know her um, her her fate with um, uh, being being dragged to hell, I guess. Um, but yeah, um, it, it, there's just disturbing uh, encounters along the way, um, sort of like these uh, these visions and stuff that she has. She um, she tries to offer um, what do you call it, like a sacrifice, um, like she kills her cat, I guess. But um, yeah, it's it, it's crazy and it's silly, and I'm gonna get more into that because um, I'm probably getting close on time here. Um, but Christine's time is fast running out unless she's able to break the curse. So there's there's tension, and then these. You know, just these these great scenes that you laugh at, and you're 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 terrified, but you're you're kind of laughing at the same time. It's it's just such a a great mix of 
of, you know, it's the best of both worlds. Um, yeah. How am I doing on time? That's it. Ten seconds. All right, man. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it's... She, she's tormented by a demon for three days before being dragged to hell, basically. So that's, that's it, and that's probably time. All right, that's time. You know, I just watched... I almost picked uh, The Last Exorcism for my PG-13. So I rewatched that, too. And there's a scene where the girl kills a cat, and it's pretty disturbing. Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. cat gets really bloody and, and disgusting. Um, that was a close second to this one, but th- also, man, th- that movie... The ending is cool. Like she's she's like crazy the whole time. There's like a cult going on. You're like, what the hell's going on in this town? Um, that's, that's a pretty sweet ending though. I like that movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, The Last Exorcism also has Professor Latsky from Saved by the Bell: The College Years as the main character. So another reason to see <laughs> that one. Yeah, and it's like his only other role he ever got, I think, was <laughs> this movie. And he did a good job. Yeah. I, I love that movie. Um, but yeah, to the movie I'm doing, let's get to Happy Death Day and my three minutes. Opening statement. So, obviously, Happy Death Day, what if Groundhog Day was a horror movie? That's the premise. Um, in this one, instead of beautiful Bill Murray, you have a beautiful, bitchy sorority girl transforming herself into a person with some moral fortitude. Our protagonist's name is Tree. It's kind of strange, but her name is Tree. Uh, she's your stereotypical college sorority girl that believes she's above everyone else. She's rude, manipulative, and arrogant. She's simply unlikable. Like, you do not like this girl when you first meet her. Then she's murdered over and over and over and over and over again, like 16 times. Like, this is the main draw for me, kind of, the inventive ways that she goes out. Um, it ranks high on rewatchability because of you picking up clues on each, uh, each pass you watch. Um, second, third, multiple viewings really you need. Also, like most PG-13 horror has to pull back on the gore, and this movie circumvents that for like when she dies, she wakes up, so you don't have you don't you aren't feeling you're missing anything. It's just she goes back to reset her time. Also, this movie knows what it is, and it wants to be fun, and it lets the movie be fun. And thank God for this girl, Jessica Roth, who plays Tree. This is the only reason this movie is successful. Without her charm, comedic timing, and granted performance, this movie fails. She really sells the movie, and as the movie advances, she grows, and you root for her to live. Uh, this movie really breathed life into like the genre that needed some levity. Um, I mean, from The Ring, Sixth Sense, Quiet Place, Insidious, these movies are dark movies with little to no humor that build sad, atmospheric worlds void of joy and jokes. Then you have like Cabin in the Woods was like the movie that was closest to this one, which I love. And another great thing about this movie is the audience can try and figure out who the killer is, much like another one of my favorites, Scream, which I've also talked about. Also like Scream, it keeps you guessing. It even has its Billy's dad, Red Herring, and John Toombs, who likes to kill young women, so you think he's the killer the whole time. But oh no, it's Lori's, Lori's roommate, her sorority sister. She poisoned a cupcake because she's jealous of Tree's boyfriend or some bullshit. A very thin reason to hate someone, but I guess it's been building for a long time. And this movie also appreciates the past in that it knows, you know, that they know this is Groundhog Day. And uh, Lori the Killer, actually her last name is Spangler, fun fact. Ian Spangler, a.k.a. Harold Ramis, directed Groundhog Day. Then a couple of Tree's deaths are like the bus and the bell tower from Groundhog Day. It has other similarities and her daily rewind resemble the classic movie. 
And then at the end, even Carter, her, her friend that she meets and her boyfriend at the end, says, hey, this is like Groundhog Day. Have you ever seen that with Bill Murray? And she's like, no, I don't know who that is. And I got through the whole thing. There's one fun fact about Scream again. The same guy who created Ghostface made the baby, fast, baby face mask and this one, so go shawty, it's your birthday. We're gonna party like it's 2003 for that, for that song's in there for some reason. Done. Mm. Nailed it. Oh man. So I have a- Even I, with someone yeah. talking in the background, which threw me off for a second, I was like, who's talking? But is this you and your wife, I assume? Uh, oh yeah, sorry. I tried to mute it, but uh, I, I don't know if I, I guess maybe I didn't mute it in time. Um, I heard you say something, I was like, is he talking to me right now? Uh, <laughs> I was like, that's weird. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I, I legit tried to mute my microphone. I, I didn't, um, but yeah, um, uh, it's all good. <laughs> so, this, so, I mean, I've, I've got a couple issues with, um, with happy. Death right, are you Day. starting now? Yeah, let's start. I'm just now? going right. right into it. Man. All right. So, I mean, first of all, like in all the promotional material material in the club is, is the majority, like it, it plays throughout like pretty much every, every teaser that you see. And then of course they don't use it. That is such a letdown because that's such a great song. No, I'm kidding. That's an absolutely horrible song, but it seemed like it would be such a perfect fit. And, and then of course then they like slap you in the face by not even using it. I don't even remember what they used instead. But um, you know, it, there, there's issues where it's it, it kind of it does this sort of uh, I want to say it's almost like kind of like a cliche thing that a lot of horror movies do sometimes where they kind of let you think something is predictable then they kind of take that away then they kind of give you that they, they give that back to you then they take it away and i mean i i called it like on on first like i didn't know that you know she was going to be poisoned and, and all that but there's a like her roommate her tree right her roommate gives her this look that it's just like hmm okay that's probably you know my first thought when i saw like the 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 guy that took her to subway or whatever like i thought okay Maybe he's the killer. But then I saw the roommate and the look that she gave her af after she didn't eat the cupcake, and I'm like, mm, she's got something. She's got something going on. She's something, something devious going on there. So I knew, you know, I knew that. Um, and and you know, of course, the movie kind of led me away from that idea later on. But then it kind of, yeah, man. I don't know. I knew she was gonna have something to do with with a death or something like that, you know. So I mean, there there was a little bit of a predictability aspect to it. Um, you know, I didn't know the thing about the the killer in the hospital and all that, of course. But um, yeah, I mean, to me, that's just kind of that comes across as as lazy. I mean, then there's you've got crap in there where it's it's you know it's it's trying to be this comedy that's obviously it's kind of ripping off of Groundhog Day, and who cares if it's trying to let you know that? But done. Fart jokes. Fire. Fair enough. Fucking fart jokes. Fart joke. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. Tear them down. All right. The whole reason they couldn't use Into Club is stupid. It's because of uh, they couldn't get the rights to it in time. But they had the rights to it, I guess, for the trailer. But they couldn't get it for the movie. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. I I, I agree with you on that one. I wanted to hear it in the in the ringtone. But I mean, drag me to hell. I don't know anything about it. I don't know who the trailer. It sounds like a Stephen King ripoff to me. It sounds like they took the idea from Thinner and made it into a kids movie for PG-13 fans or whatever. That's it's all it sounds like. Sam Raimi, uh, hit or miss for me. Uh, I don't. I've, I've, I think I've seen ten minutes. I think I've seen the beginning where she is like, "Do you want the lone lady?" And that's exactly what happens in Thinner. Pretty much, they're in a courtroom 
and they're like, oh, you know, the guy was getting his dick sucked instead and runs over a gypsy and the gypsies come after him and curse him. Like this sounds like the same kind of idea, just like on a lesser scale. So the, the innovativeness of this movie is lacking. Um, and if it's just her like dealing out her last days, like there's no hope in this movie. It doesn't sound like a like, happy death day is fun. It knows what it is. You're having a good time. You're rooting for her. You know, she's like going to be okay. So it's like, you can't take it too seriously. But then again, her internal injuries are stacking up. So she might actually die eventually. Kind of like a nine lives thing or 18 lives. I don't know how many lives she has. But Drag Me to Hell, I mean, I love Justin Long, but you didn't really speak much about him, and he sounds like it might be the highlight of the movie, because I'm a Justin Long fan. Um, Zach and Mary make a porno, one of my favorite Justin Long characters as the gay guy. Um, <laughs> nothing to do with this, but I've never seen the movie, so it's hard to argue when you haven't seen something. And then uh, I can say just the gypsy thing is tired, it's been done, why bring it back? And I hope she goes to hell, I hope she dies. She sounds like a horrible person, I don't know what her name is, you said... Christine or something. Um, go back to just ripping off something better from Stephen King. That's all I got. Oh man. All right. Okay. Now let's move off of your dumpster fire and let's uh, let's talk about this this movie. It's okay. First of all, it's won it's won a couple awards: a Saturn Award, a Fang uh, Fangoria a Chainsaw Award. It was nominated for a Teen Choice MTV uh, <laughs> Award. So I know that's not saying much, but hey, it also has a 92%. Uh, on the tomato meter, which is definitely a huge step up from what you're talking about here. Um, so in, in, in comparison, okay, first of all, the thinner that Stephen King movie, it's kind of dull, it's kind of drab. This movie is also fun. You've got a, you've got freaking animatronics. You got this. Like I said, it's it. The, the movie has fun. You you have jokes that it, along the way, it's it visually uh, hilarious at, at, at times. You have a, a, a car, basically there's this parking garage scene where the old lady, the gypsy lady or whatever, she, uh, you know, the car crashes, her dentures falls out, and she starts gumming the face of, of Christine. Like, it's just absolutely hilarious, and, and I, it literally would bring me to tears now if I were to start watching it. That sounds disgusting. Yes. I don't want to see some Ole, their dentures fall oh out my and God, start making amazing. out with someone else. Holy shit, is it no, amazing. No, that sounds, that sounds gross. No. I'd rather watch a naked girl run through campus. That's sexy to me. That's that's what I want to see, a hot girl walking around campus. Even though you don't see anything, you know, sometimes it's better to leave your imagination there. Um, and just this movie, every time she dies, like one of the best scenes is the cop or the cop it goes to stop her she's like hey yeah i'm drunk driving and i'm high and it's like okay well you need to you're under arrest then. she's like good let's go and he's so confused and then the, the the killer drives by kills the cop then just explodes her car like you can't get that in many other movies and this one you're just having fun with killing her stabbing her throwing off bell towers all these things are so much fun and you enjoy it and then actually has heart when she has a moment with her father and uh, talking about her mom who died years ago, this movie brings some heart to it. Yours sounds like it's just nothing but trash. <laughs> Done. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Went there. Okay, yeah, I love my heart. I called yours a dumpster left my fire. Heart. So. Left mine for the heart at the end because mine does have heart. There is some heart involved heart. in there. Well, I don't know if we'll see. Drag Me to Hell has any heart. We'll see. This I, is gonna be a close battle because they're both dark horses, I'd say, in this you know, in this genre. You know, you know, it's great about um about mine is um well, you know what? I I'm no, I'm I've never seen here, it. I, I'm sitting here eating bacon, and it just reminded me of a of a line from the movie where I think she says something like, "Get your filthy." 
pig knuckle off of my desk or something like that. Um, it's just pig there's so many. Yes, dude. Uh, um, there's just so many funny lines in it, man. I can't. I know I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to clap back or anything on the on the argument, but. You know, there's. I, I'll I have think, to give it a chance. I'll have to watch. I mean, I want to watch. You're it. gonna get some laughs out of it. It's kind of like a silly horror. And Sam Raimi is praised for, I think, uh, for bringing back that sort of Evil Dead, you know, style of of horror, which um, it that's not really done too often. And I think he's the only one that can, you know, kind of pull pull that off. I'd like to see something else from him. Honestly, I think it's time we get something else, you know, horror related from from Raimi, but. Uh, we've got a, there's like a seance, uh, scene where there's a lady that's, um, she's like, well, the demon's like transferred into the goat and, you know, then the goat's like talking and like, like yelling at her, uh, like get your, you know, oh, you tricked me, uh, you black hearted whore or something like that. And, and then like the goat gets transferred into somebody else and he's like floating above the table uh, like levitating and then he vomits up the cat because remember I said he uh, you know she sacrificed her cat he, like vomits the cat like I think he said something like I don't want your effing cat you some you know it's just like oh my god well he it, didn't say effing anything because PG-13 right. okay maybe it's not effing <laughs> but you know I, I didn't I don't want your Wait, stupid so the cat maybe he says I don't the cat you know, lives I don't want your stupid cat like he vomits out the cat yeah right but Did the cat survive I if I were yeah I think oh. so but um, That's good. But you see her, like, it bury it. Cat I'm pretty sure you see her bury it, but uh, he, like, vomits it up. So I don't... Maybe he vomits up a dead cat. I don't know. But Okay. Makes more sense. Yeah, man. Um, and, and that's just... I don't know. Anyway, It's interesting. Yeah, it's, go, it's really interesting. Go, go on our Twitter, at movie underscore goat, to vote which one you think deserves to be in our final movie goat list. Um, is it going to be Drag Me to Hell? Or Happy Death Day. I'm excited to see this one. Might be a, a closer poll than we're used to. Oh, yeah. um, anything else, Chase? That's it, yeah. Thank you for... Uh, I, I checked our our Anchor account and looked at... Um, it looks like we're... Uh, you know, every episode seems to get a, like a few more listeners. So, I mean, it's... The, the average, I guess, uh, number of listeners appears to be going up. So, thank you for lending your your ears for yeah. an hour a week i guess uh if you are sure. repeat listeners i assume i don't know but um i assume some of you are so thank you i guess yeah appreciate it and keep going tell your friends tell your family right tell your mother and uh i'm justin and i'm chase Peace. later <laughs>